0: Tim Newton lists Justin Fields as one of the quarterbacks he'd be willing to back up in the NFL. We're also going to talk about uh, the, the Bears and the number nine pick and how I don't really think they can walk away with a bad pick there. We're going to talk about that, plus dive into the mailbag right after this.
1: You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content.
0: What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. If you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at Shy Bears Central or at C.E.O. Hayes if you want to follow me personally. But let's get into it. So Cam Newton talked about this on a YouTube video. He said, "This there ain't thirty-two guys that's better than me, uh, but I also know that I could be a backup, and I'm willing to be a backup." Cam Newton then went on to list uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson on his list, and uh, Justin Fields came in third on that list of guys he'd be willing to bat, uh, back up. He listed 12 guys in total, but those are guys that he listed that he backed up. And I think it's important to also remember that Cam Newton has a history with Justin Fields. He actually uh, coached Justin Fields in Cam Newton seven versus seven program as well. Uh, and and uh, Justin Fields has listed Cam Newton as a mentor to him before as well. So you know it's not going to happen. We have our quarterback uh, system here. Uh, Cam Newton is not going to be one of those players to back up Justin Fields. But it's just interesting that he does see Justin Fields at that level. And it could be because of their uh, familiarity with each other, of course. But I just wanted to mention it there because a couple of guys asked about it, uh, why I didn't talk about it before. So there you go. Now I mentioned it. But let's go ahead and get into uh, the next topic for today. And that is the Chicago Bears in the number nine overall pick. And there's been a lot of, of course, conversation, as you would expect, Around what the Bears could potentially do with that number nine overall pick, and you know, you have some Bears fans that think, hey, the Bears should absolutely trade back. You have some Bears fans that think, why would we trade back? Let's go ahead and, and draft a, a close to a blue chip guys we can. And considering you know how this uh, how this draft may go, that you could see a player like Jalen Carter fall because of uh, of because of character issues. But you, I just want to look at some of the guys right now, and we've talked about you know some of the guys that are most show uh, show up in mock drafts for the Bears at that number nine pick. But first off, I do want to talk about Paris Johnson, right? Broderick Jones, these are two offensive linemen, tackles specifically that come in positions of need for the Chicago Bears that project to be career starters, start day one starters in the NFL level, and they're going to be solid no matter where they go. Peter Skronsky uh, is another one. Then you, then you start looking at the defensive end. Will Anderson uh, be there? Um, uh, Tyree Wilson, another defensive end that could be there. Then you can go into like some of the skill positions, even though I don't think the Bears are going to draft that position. But then you look at some of those skill positions like a Robinson or a Jackson Smith and a Jigba. Uh, you look at that. Also, Miles Murphy, another defensive end that I didn't mention in talking about defensive ends. And then you have cornerbacks as well, like a Christian Gonzalez, another really solid cornerback that the Bears could go and have been projected in some areas to go at number nine. Basically, what I want to leave at is this. While the chance of the Bears drafting back is there, especially if one of those guys listed is going to fall and the Bears do see that there's a chance that that they may fall, it's absolutely there. But when you look at it as well, right, when you really stop and process things is that the Bears... Are going to walk away with a hell of a talent at number nine and I don't want to you know act like it's completely out of the realm of possibility that uh, Ryan Poles may trade that number nine overall pick but I think for the first time in a while I don't think I could really be mad at anyone that the Bears do draft at number nine even if they do go a position that you know I don't necessarily think they would go at wide receiver or running back I think that the talent level in those areas is good enough to where the Bears are going to walk away in this draft with a hell of a player and a player that is probably going to be a long-term starter for the Chicago Bears at a position they need. They have the ability to draft in the trenches either way. They have some skill positions that could fall there, even though, like I said, I don't necessarily think that. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, there is tons of potential in this draft, not just the potential where you're you're convincing yourself at a guy. There's potential of guys who, know they're going to come in, they are going to perform, and they are going to be huge starters for the Chicago Bears, so, you know, that's kind of where I sit on it mentally, you guys can let me know what you guys think, I, I'm just, I'm, and maybe I'm just buying, drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit too much, but I really do, and I'm really excited about a lot of the prospects here, potentially at number nine for the Chicago Bears, would I like the Bears to still have been in the top four or five to kind of really get their guy, yeah, but, you know, outside of Will Anderson, you know, moving on from him and Jalen Carter, who I think I, I, I started off, and a lot of us started off just focusing on those guys, When you open it up and just really look at the number nine pick, a top ten pick, there there there's legitimately in this draft, there are probably twelve to fifteen. Top ten level talents in any other draft, and the Bears are going to be able to walk away with a damn good one on top of getting a true number one wide receiver in DJ Moore. So that's kind of how I think about it. But enough of me talking to a degree. Let's go ahead and dive into the mailbag. It's it's Friday, so that means it's the mailbag episode. We're focusing on you guys today. Let's get into this first voicemail from Gladiator Channel. Let's go ahead and play that now.
1: Hey, what's up, Hayes? (coughs) This
0: Gladiator Channel.
1: Yeah, this this my you know, I think I called about a couple of weeks ago about Jamie Carter when he did bad on his pro day I, and I was like, I shouldn't draft him. I think I kind of eased up on that uh position right there. you know I think they should do they do do j do, do do they the proper protocol and getting to uh <laughs> getting to know him and see how he is so I had no problem if they do take him at number nine. I'm a cheer for him. You know, I'm a bear. So uh but this is uh my question. What's the most with the uh number with the number nine pick, what is the uh most important thing you think the Bears should do with that pick? Either either uh get a uh in the trenches, like get a uh defensive player or get somebody on the offensive line to protect justin field that's my question what's what's more important either protect justin fields or get you a defensive player you know a a disruptive defensive player in that three tech position that's all i wanted to know you know that's my question
0: bear down all right and so you know Saying that the Bears should still draft Jalen Carter, there are a lot of Bears fans that share uh, that sentiment with you or not, uh, you know, out on the island by yourself and in, in, in thinking that, you know, there's some people that have gone back and forth. I've gone back and forth on it myself, but to get into, you know, the other park on it, uh, what's the most important thing to do with the number nine pick? You ask pick defense or protect Justin Fields. And here's how I look at it. You can do both, right, in this draft overall. But when you look at the number nine pick, because you've already added a weapon for Justin Fields and DJ Moore, you've added, you know, weapons overall. And, you know, hopefully we're uh, with a full offseason. Luke Getze is going to better utilize uh, Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney. And now with having a number one pick, also a number one wide receiver in DJ Moore, um, you, you it just everything balances out. Everybody kind of goes more to their natural position. And we have a great wide receiver core. And Dante Foreman as well, Khalil Herbert. We got weapons for Justin Fields, Cole Komet. So I think that uh, I would go protecting Justin Fields, just because I have Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones really high on my draft board. But if they do go defense, I don't. You're not. You're not hurting at all. One of the things as well that the defense can help Justin Fields is by getting him better field position. Is by stopping the other offense and and not having to uh, the offense to march far down the field. So that helps Justin Fields in a way as well. But I'm going to lean towards protecting Justin Fields just because we saw how much he was hit last season and we saw those injuries stack up for him towards the back half of the season. We don't want to experience that again. We want to keep Justin Fields upright. We want to keep him safe. We want to keep him 100% healthy. So, my mindset personally, I would go with protecting Justin Fields. But, anyone listening to this, please let me know what you guys think on that one down below as well. And also, thank you for, uh, for, uh, for checking us out. Let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Mike.
2: Yo, Hayes. My name's Mike. I'm from. Uh... Pennsylvania. I caught your pod about a month and a half ago. I like what you're doing. You make a lot of sense. Your callers are on point as well. I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate the intel over here. You know I ain't going to listen to no Philly crap. Anyway, (laughs) sorry about that. Uh, I want Jackson Smith and Jigba. Why? Because Justin asked for him. But I I know our boy got to build the O line. I trust Pace and Cunningham. They're going to do it right. They're going to get this O line up to speed. I can't even think of defense. I'm a Bears fan, man. I've seen Buckus play and Singletary and Wilbur Marshall and Otis Wilson and I could go on. I love defense. I love smashing people. But man, give this lad. Some protection and some weapons. And everybody says, yo, we got this new receiver. And then we got, you know, Claypool. And then we got Mooney. You know, did anybody ever hear of injuries? I, I think uh, some of our boys don't make it for 17 straight. So adding Jackson makes all the sense to me. Peace, brother. Fair down. Have a great day, man.
0: Hey, Mike, thank you as well. I want to start off by saying thank you for checking out the pod, man. Um, And it it really means a lot. You know, those type of things. That's what we do this for. We do this. And we said that from the time we've begun, we want to be the voice of the fans. We want this to be a platform for Bears fans. So thank you so much uh, for that. Now, as far as your question, uh, you want Jackson Smith and Jigbutt. Yes, I know a lot of people do. A lot of people. And once Justin Fields said that he wanted the Bears to draft uh, him, it was, it was it, you know, a lot of Bears fans were going to focus on that. And I, I don't think you're wrong for wanting that. But here, I know you said injuries, right? And you asked, have you ever heard of injuries? Yes, we've heard of injuries. But when you look at it in this way, right, you've already added a number one wide receiver. Yes, you can hear of injuries, but do you really want to spend a number nine overall pick on somebody who you're just looking at then as depth? For injury protection, no, that's that's what you have depth pieces for. That That's what you have those type of players for, in my opinion. So I don't necessarily think you draft a Jackson Smith and Njigba if you're just going to use him because of injuries. I think uh, at some point, your wide receiver room has to make sense, right? And you want to balance that. I'm not saying that there's a world in which the Bears don't draft him. I think they have to, at that point you're looking at moving either Claypool or, or or Mooney, in my opinion, But and not to say that that isn't completely out of the realm of possibility, but I think you want to go protection because you've already given Fields more weapons, right? You've given them that, that you want to protect. Protection has to be next. And then on top of that, you need trenches. As I said in the last voicemail, you also need, even if they do go defense rather than offensive linemen, and in that number nine pick, you still need uh, the defense to help the offense out. You need the defense to get stops. The Bears' offense can put thousands of points on the—not thousands—but they can put huge points on the on the board. But if you can't stop anyone, then we're just going to have a situation in which our offense is playing pretty good, but our defense isn't really supporting that. So you know, if 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 we didn't give Fields weapon, if we didn't, for example, get. D.J. Moore, I would be completely with that. But then when you look at the fact that the Bears are going to have additional picks next season, the fact that um, that you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and a better overall wide receiver class in the draft next year and a wide receiver class in free agency next year, I think if we do need to make a honorable or one of these wide receivers that we have don't work out, Next year is kind of the year to do it. And I know that's not always something Bears fans or any fans of any sport want to hear is next year. But, you know, that that could be a potential thing um, in that as well. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. I'm not saying that you're wrong. And the Bears may, may very well agree with you. And a lot of Bears fans do agree with you. And we could see JSN be the pick for the Bears at number nine. I just don't think it's likely personally. But I, I, listen, I don't have any inside knowledge on that. So, hey, anything's possible when it comes to that. All right, let's get into this next one. Uh, this voicemail is from Fred.
1: Hey, what's going on, Hey, How you doing, man? My name's Fred, man. I love what y'all doing with the podcast and giving you know, information about the uh, Bears and everything, man. That, that's love, man. Hey, I just want to know, like, quick question. Like, you think, like, we're going to end up signing Yannick and Godway? Because, like, honestly, I think we should go ahead and sign him and get another uh, defackle in another corner because the other corner side like Bill vildor i'm not a fan of him either i've been saying he's trash and we should have been cutting him. i don't know i we still the size to them so let me know what you think like we're gonna sign yannick and we gonna uh, sign another cornerback as well though
0: all right and fred's uh primarily asking about cornerbacks and so um there are some cornerbacks that the Bears uh have in their top 30. Um list where uh they they brought in for those visits, those top 30 visits, and I do think cornerback is going to be addressed in the draft this year. I don't think that the Bears are necessarily going to spend uh free agent capital or go out and sign when they could sign a veteran if 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 they don't end up drafting one, but I do think that when you look towards the the, the fourth round or so, maybe even in the third round. I think that's where the Bears are probably going to go cornerback because, like I, you know, I hate Vador. I I can't stand Vador. I gave Vador a chance last season to, to do some things, and I would have bought his jersey, but it didn't happen. So I, I think that's the route that the Bears may go um, in the draft. And like I said, there's some really talented corners in this draft that the Bears could very well go after and get, um, and 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 get a solid, you know, uh, piece that you can you can look at. And um and start you know evaluating towards the end of that, so uh, towards the middle part of the draft. So that's kind of how I think about it and how I'm viewing it. Um, when you look at some of these uh, the cornerbacks in this draft, right? You have uh Dante uh D- Dante uh Banks out of out uh he was a Terrafin. Um, he, he's he's one that the Bears could draft later on in that draft. You have Elias Ricks, who's another good one. Um, so there's a really uh, nice solid um cornerbacks in this draft that you can get anthony johnson's another good one that could be further in the draft that can that can bring some potential so there's some really good corners in this draft uh that you can get later in the draft that i think can make an impact for you and special teams coming in you know playing uh some backup some depth pe- depth pieces They're at the cornerback position. So I don't know if the Bears actually go out and sign a cornerback, but I do think that we're going to see a cornerback called over the course of day two, day three of the NFL draft is what I think in that one. Let me know what you guys think on that down below. you think I'm completely off my rocker. All right, let's get into this next one. This one is from the 217. He didn't leave his name.
3: Hey, what's going on? Hey, Bobby, C-Dub, Steve-O. Hey, man, love you, brothers, man. Thank you all for everything y'all doing uh start following you guys over a year ago. Uh found you on YouTube. Man, grateful for you brothers, man. You guys keep me entertained. Keep me updated with all the Bears info. I love it. Um I just wanna break out a point of talking about how I am so excited for next well for this season coming up. And also I'm loving what Ryan Poles is doing. I know a lot of Bears fans are are at a point that they are impatient is because when you're so used to being mediocre for years after years after years, that's what you get used to. But I just want to say, man, you brothers, man, you keep us updated. And Bears and just be patient. You know, when we be patient, great things will come. And I'm loving how Ryan Poles, he's setting setting up shop, man, and he's doing great things. So I'm I'm just loving it, y'all, man. And you brothers just keep that content coming, man. And and we you keeping us informed, and we love it, man. So thank you, brothers, for everything. Uh, this is Corey Mabry, man, and I I thank y'all for everything you're doing. But great things will come, uh, even with how he's building his team, man. And I, I see great things happening. So that's all I want to share today, man. But I appreciate everything you guys are doing. All right, bear down.
0: All right, and he says that uh, you know, Bears fans are impatient. Listen, we're all impatient. We all want to see this team get to where we want want this team to be at. Everyone wants that for this team. I, I think that that's just universal at this point. We all want to see the Bears get to where um, we want and 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 think that and view that this team has the potential of being. We all want that at some point. And so yeah, Bears fans are impatient, right? And I think that. You know, some of the things that aren't tangible is like, hey, trust the plan, trust the process, right? It's really harder for some fans to, to think and feel that way, especially when the team is not winning. Now, if we had a team, for example, um, in the Bears last season that won a handful of games, then I think that at that point you'd be looking, uh, Bears fans would be a little bit more patient. But because we didn't necessarily get the wins that a lot of Bears fans, uh, that we as a fan base want and need, and we want to see this team put put wins on the board, um yeah, people are going to be impatient and as long as it's been that the Bears have been, you know, struggling and and you know and now that we do have what many people view as and should view as a franchise quarterback and we're like, "Hey, listen, this is the time for us to make our moves." Then patience is just going to keep growing until we start winning. And then at that point it's like, "Okay, I see I see the vision a little bit better now. Once the wins start coming, you're going to see I think Bears fans be a little bit more patient in Ryan Poles and you said a great thing great things come will come for Ryan Poles and I truly do think that I, I I have trust in Ryan Poles I believe in the vision of Ryan Poles I believe in what Ryan Poles has done and what he continues to do with this roster and what he's shown us so far and because of that it's it's like I, I'm, I'm I've said it the last like almost every episode this week I really like the direction that the Chicago Bears are going in I, I really enjoy it and um yeah, I look at it as, hey, we're we're there, right? We're getting well, we're getting there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And you know, we have the pieces on the board, we have the pieces in place. And yeah, are we a perfect team yet? No. Do we have every hole that we need to solve, fix yet? Heck, no. But we're we're getting there. We're building, and it does take time. Now, everything wrong wasn't built in a day, and I know that's a cliche for a reason, but it, really, it was not built in a day, and teams aren't built in a day either. I would I would go on to say this: teams that go. And, and just go after everything hard, fast, or whatever, usually burn out quickly as well. Ryan Poles is trying to build something that's sustainable. And I think when you look at the acquisitions that he's made, that the fact that there's veterans still with youth that they have there, right? Tremaine Edmonds, still very young, even though he's been a pro bowler, and has room to grow and develop still. We're building something that's going to be sustainable. We're building something that we're going to continue to see grow, develop, nurture over the course of years. And it's been a while since we've had that as Bears fans. So I think that that's where you see that impatience side grow for Bears fans. And I do think it's going to come down a little bit as we continue to go forth um, in, in this development plan and with Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus leading this team. All right, let's get into this last uh, mailbag. This one's not a voicemail. This is actually a comment. This is something I don't I don't do a good job of plugging if you don't want to call in for a voicemail bag you can always if you type in mailbag at the beginning of your comment on the youtube channel i go through those and try to find those as well so i'm going to put that up on the screen now this one's from bc always writing he says this i'm glad i'm not ryan poles and have to be the decision maker because i've gone back and forth a hundred times on whether or not to draft jalen carter at number nine dude can turn out to be a hall of famer or he can do something else uh, stupid and catch a felony charge his first offseason back home and that's really what they have to do, right? Well, the Bears are are gonna have to really try to evaluate, and that's even easier than there. I still don't think that Jalen Carter is gonna fall into number nine. If Jalen Carter falls to number nine, and the Bears do draft him, and he and he does not have these these character issues, yeah, and it's it's more than just character issues too. I think you know we focus a lot on the character things, but with Jalen Carter, there's also the work ethic thing. Is he gonna put in the work that's necessary? Does he have that top level potential? Yes. And if Ryan Poles traded the number one overall pick. For a number nine pick outside that top five, gets a number one wide receiver and still ends up getting a talent like Jalen Carter that many people viewed as being potentially generational. Man, that is a heck of a of a of a coup for for a team. So I think that they are really going to do the research if they do draft Jalen Carter. I think that that means with the way that and how I've seen Ryan Poles in this front office operates. I'm going to trust that those character issues, the workout issues, the, the, the motor issues, that they really do think that those aren't things. And I'm going to trust that and think that then and I'm just going to focus on the fact that the Bears just got a top four talent at number nine, if that's what they end up doing. But that's it for today's episode. Uh, if you guys get in more mailbags, we'll drop a mailbag episode tomorrow. So do not be discouraged. I've always said I leave Saturdays open for a second mailbag episode. If we get enough voicemails. So if you want to send in voicemails or texts, I'll tell you guys how to do so in a minute here. But thank you for tuning in to another daily episode of Chicago Bear Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Bear Down, love you guys. Peace, y'all.